Warning. The following podcast contains explicit language and suggestive themes that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Lampard. Comes out to Essien! Pass, it goes left to the left, but it's back It's a magnificent hat-trick. Here's Drogba. Thierry Henry, wonderful goal! It's the finish of a true master! It's a big moment here for Arsenal! And Chelsea are right back in the race! This is the LA Londoners podcast, the podcast where our opinions don't matter, but we're going to share them anyway. I am your host and resident Chelsea fan of the podcast, Brian James, and alongside me, as always, is our resident Arsenal fan of the podcast, Garrett. What's up? How has your week been, man? Uh, stressful and shitty. Yeah? Uh, much like uh, Arsenal's week? Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, I've had two bad weeks. USA sucks, and now I come back to this, and okay. it's absolute shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, you guys have had an interesting up and down. Actually, no, it's more been like a down and down. less down week. Yeah, down and more down. <laughs> it's uh, Well, we're going to get into all of that, but before we do, uh, let's go ahead and start right off the top and say uh, we apologize if you hear any background noise. We are actually recording in my backyard. Uh, we are waiting for the legendary, the new... El Clasico, or El Trafico, as we like to call it in the States. Biggest game in the world. Uh, LAFC... <laughs> Hosting the LA Galaxy in the playoffs. Yep. It's going to be a hell of a game. So we're just chilling back here in the backyard. We thought we'd make an afternoon and evening of it, if you will. Uh, we're just kind of kicking back, drinking some beers. So if you hear any cars go by, dogs barking, the wind blowing, uh, you know why. So <laughs> on the show this week, we are going to talk about Chelsea's narrow 1-0 win over Newcastle. Good for you. Arsenal's uh, narrow 1-0 loss to Sheffield United. Well, it wasn't narrow. Uh, we we're, suck. <laughs> we're gonna. It's a lot of one nils. Uh, we're gonna get into Chelsea's win and, frankly, domination of Ajax. In my opinion, opinions the correct word. Uh, hold on, hold on. And then we're also gonna get into Arsenal's very, very narrow Europa League victory, papering over, over the cracks. Papering over the cracks again. <laughs> uh, hey, you had Nicola Pepe to save the day. He's alive now. He's like Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. He's alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dracula woke him up. <laughs> Dracula. Rise, rise, Nicola. Ah, 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 ah. And then, as soon as Pepe woke up, he really liked who the coach was, and he said, oh, "I'm gonna fucking kill him." Oh, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and start with the Saturday match of this past weekend. Chelsea won, Newcastle nil. This was a very dominant performance from the Blues, in my opinion. I would like to think that this was made more difficult than it should have been. But it's one of those. it was one of those matches where... <laughs> For context, if we like pause, we're watching Atlanta United against Philadelphia, and we saw a, a bozo play, and we're 10 minutes into the second half. Uh, just some context for you people. It's 1-0 Atlanta. Yes, actually, you know what? I kind of care about these games. Brian can give two shits, but I kind of care. All right, going on. Let's talk about Chelsea's match versus Newcastle. 
Uh, this was a 1-0 win that was uh, not... The scoreline was not indicative of the performance, in my opinion. Uh, we did kind of struggle in the first half. However, um, I think in the second half, we started to take more control. It was another one of those matches where, you know, we were primed to come out and dominate. And I think we played well. It was just... Uh, it was just Newcastle were so... They were still riding high on that confidence from when they beat United 1-0. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they were really organized. They were really compact. I mean, they played a 5-4-1, essentially, just trying to... Very defensive. Trying to allow Chelsea to come in and bring the pressure in while, um, you know, Chelsea were doing everything they can to try and beat that low block. No, yeah, I understand that. Uh, let's go through the lineups real quick. Uh, for Chelsea, Kepa Rizabalaga in goal, a back four of Aspilicueta, Kurt Zuma, uh, Fikayo Tamori, and Marcos Alonso. A midfield three of Ross Barkley, Jorginho, and Mason Mount with a front three of Callum Hudson-Odoi, Tammy Abraham, and Willian. Uh, for Newcastle, we had uh, Dubravka, who, by the way, had a worldly game, of course, because that's how it always happens. <laughs> a shit goalkeeper comes and puts a five-star performance against us. <laughs> uh, they basically had a back five of uh, DeAndre Yedlin, Shard, Lasselle. Uh, Kieran Clark, Williams, uh, midfield four of Almiron, Longstaff, Longstaff again, and uh, St. Maximilian with his Gucci headband. I love and that guy. And then we had uh, Joe Linton up top. You guys are character. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very Chelsea possession-heavy type of match, um, and I, that reflects in the statistics. Um, I'm going to let you guess how... How much possession do you think Chelsea had of this match? I'm going to say 70. 71. Oh, see, I was close. 71. Yeah, yeah. 71. I, I watched a bit of that game, and I was like, damn. Like, Newcastle barely touched the ball. It's one of those games where, you, if you know it's 1-0, uh, even though most possession doesn't mean anything, but you guys definitely dominated for the most part of that game. Yeah, it was it was 71-29. to 29. Uh, Chelsea had 16 shots as opposed to Newcastle's five. Jeez. However, Newcastle really didn't have a shot on target. Um, Chelsea had an 87 pass success rate to uh, Newcastle's 67. Um, 14 dribbles for Chelsea with seven for Newcastle. Chelsea had 23 tackles one while Newcastle had 18. Or excuse me, aerial duels one. Uh, 23 tackles for Chelsea and 12 for Newcastle. 11 corners for Chelsea, zero for Newcastle. That makes sense, as they probably were never it was, down. It was very like scrappy, you know. They're them not really getting into our half. Um, it was, uh, I mean, yeah, it was. It really was sort of this uh, all dominant, dominant match. Um, in terms of standout performances. Uh, I think Tammy Abraham, even though he didn't get a goal, he played really well. He hit the post. Um, he probably should have had a goal, which we'll get to. Um, Callum Hudson-Odoi absolutely played brilliantly, I think, on the left. He's the one credited with the assist to... That's a big plus for you guys having him back now. Yeah, now that he's back from injury... Um, you guys got wingers galore now. I think up until up until this match against Ajax, and we'll get on to that, but he had contributed to a goal every game since he's been back, pretty much. So that's a big plus. Uh, another big performer was Willian. Uh, Aspilicueta played well. Kurt Zuma, who won Man of the Match, played really well, which is really nice to see because he's been uh, he's he was been, he's been off. heavy at the beginning yeah. of the season, and now he's coming into his own. It took him a little while to get going, but now he's now he's up, he's moving, he's lively, and I can't be more grateful. Um, the goal scorer Marcos Alonso. 
Um, I, I've, I've given the him one credit. guy you talk shit on. I've, given, you I've given credit for his performances. Uh, and you know, I mean, I'm not blind to the fact that without his goal, we wouldn't have won. But he did not play well this game up until that point. And as like as much as I'm grateful for that goal, you know, a one goal and a terrible performance doesn't make your a good performance. It's yeah, unless unless, a, unless you're a striker. One, one moment in a bad game doesn't make a good game. Yeah, yeah, but it depends. Yeah, no, exactly. It depends yeah. on your role. Yeah. Um, for a def- I mean, he's just not gelling with Callum Hudson Adoy. He's not getting into the right positions. He's not playing simple one twos. That's what's really like, and it's all breaking he's, down, and that's what's that frustrating. Spanish. I just, I don't know, <laughs> but like, um, but I mean, even then, like Aspilicueta is getting it with Willian. Like they're doing what they need to do. Mm. They're a different dynamic, but Alonso's just, but he hasn't connected with anyone. Like even when Hazard was here last year, he wasn't doing it. So, well, I mean, sooner he, or later, he's gonna be out the door. So you won't have to worry about it. And he's doing exactly what I keep saying, which is like, he's not providing an outlet to pass. He's you know, if the winger has the ball in the he corner, gets in the way. he either gets in the way or he's waiting at the penalty spot for the mm-hmm. corner. It's like, no, no, no. You need to be making an overlap or a passing option, not yeah. waiting for the cross. That's not your job. Um, but, I mean, regardless of all that, I am uh, I am pretty happy with... Uh, you got to be happy about your form because remember you talked about you wanted uh, out of 18 points, I think, and now you're at what? You're at nine? We've got... We've got uh, yeah, we've got nine. nine. Yeah, so we are definitely still moving along. We are definitely we're definitely keeping that form which I was afraid of. But you know what? We've got Burnley coming up on Saturday. Is away. It a, oh, it's away? It's away. A cold night in so Burnley. So, it's uh it's going to be tough. I'm sorry, it was 12 points. Oh, it 12. was uh, it was Brighton, Southampton, um Newcastle. I'm sorry. Newcastle. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was uh you're right. It was nine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Burnley, Watford, and Crystal Palace. That completes the six run of six games. Um, I mean, we've got plenty of matches in between then, but yeah, we've got a lot going on. So. Yeah, I can see. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Those away games are tricky. So, I mean, the home games are usually a little easier, but the away games, those are the tricky ones, yeah. as I found out. Yeah, really. As I know, as I knew about <laughs> since I was born. Well, we, before we move on to your match, just one or two more points mm-hmm. I want to make. Uh, we had a Pulisic sighting. Yeah, we did. And you know what? He actually pr- played pretty well. And the reason I'm bringing this up, not to dwell too much on it, because I frankly am kind of, he's just another player, like who just happens to be American. But I kind of want to hear your opinion on this, because I don't know if you saw any bit of the match, but basically Christian Pulisic came in at about the 63rd minute mm-hmm. and replaced Mason Mount um, as sort of like that hybrid number eight, number 10 role. Mm-hmm. Meaning he wasn't a winger. He was more in, in the, the number 10, in the mm-hmm. middle, running through the channels, yeah. drawing players in. Opposite of uh, when he plays for USA. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, is that sort of his best position in a league where you rely on physicality? Let's be honest. He's looked really soft since he came to the Premier yeah. League. I mean, he's, he's gotten we've sandwiched. Known he, we've known he's small. I mean, yeah, he got sandwiched like within <laughs> five minutes of his debut by uh, Pogba. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to hear what you think because, I mean, this is that's just my opinion. Is uh, We've seen Christian Pulisic since he's been at Chelsea. By the way, up till this IX game, he's had five assists now and nine appearances. Yeah, that's uh, pretty damn good. Before we get into the IX game that you guys played, I watched him the whole time when he came on, and 
He looks really good. Yeah. Which is cool. So I guess NBC could, I guess, tweet about him every five seconds, which is fine. <laughs> no, we still but, don't want that. <laughs> no, it is annoying. But um, yeah, he looked good in the number uh, 10 slash 8 role. Uh, he just needs a bulk. If he just bulked up just a little bit more, if he uh, if he uh, trained with Reese James and maybe uh, got some extra weights Dude, on, I swear, yeah, he needs some. He needs a little extra muscle and maybe a little bit more core strength. But this season is his ceiling. Just the guy who comes on for twenty five minutes and makes an impact, or do I you think see him? He's, I think he's done enough to earn a starting spot as soon as one of William or Callum Hudson Adoy's form dips which or mounts, which it will be probably. We've Mace. got a big run of games coming up. We've got, you know, we've got Ajax again in the Champions League. We have Manchester United in the Carabao Cup. We have Southampton. We, or I'm sorry, we have uh, Watford. We have, uh, we have uh, Burnley. We have, uh, shoot, and I'm already forgetting all these fixtures. Crystal Palace, City. We've got the winner fixture. Yeah, uh-huh. um, we've got all these matches. We've still got, you know, Lille and Valencia to play again. I can see you. He's got- going to start matches, and it's up to him to. I can see him his starting spot. I can see him taking over for Mount at one point because I, I wow. think uh, I get, I could feel I could see Mount. I don't want to say it. I don't want to jinx it. I could see him getting hurt because he is kind of a fragile player. Mm-hmm. I could see him slotting in. Okay, I yeah, think that's an interesting shout. I or Willian. I don't Willian. disagree with you. Well, I, I just think someone's going to get tired, or you know, I mean, he'll be right there with injuries. This is a good problem to have. I guess is my point. Especially um, with Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, but seriously, with all our injuries, with our injury record this season, someone will go down if the wind blows <laughs> too heavy. Uh, um, so, yeah, I think you know what I will say. This I think he could be a little more selfish. Um, he, I won't blame him for the shot that Jabrovka saved because the ball deflected into him and it was behind him. Yeah. But when what? Pit- what pissed me off the most was uh, when he laid the ball off to Tammy Abraham and Tammy thought he had an open goal. And, of course, guess who comes in with a world-class sliding effort to deny him? That would be the American DeAndre Yedlin. The American DeAndre Yedlin. Where the fuck is that? do shit against Canada. Where is that? Did he even play? <laughs> I. It was ridiculous. Wait, did he even play for against Canada? I thought he did. Did he not? Oh, my God. The fact that we don't know is bad. I so, really that's care. fine. That's I, I, Yeah, I really don't care. I'm done with that. <laughs> I, uh... So I'm a little, he's I'm a little all, pissed off because I was like, oh wow, you couldn't do any miraculous <laughs> saves like that last week. He's all speed, break, all but, speed, uh, no brain. Yeah, I just, I was a little frustrated, actually, really frustrated by that. But regardless, um, yeah, I thought he played well. He definitely could have uh, Christian Pulisic could have way more um, than what his statistics say already. You know, I mean, it was a marginal effort against Liverpool that you know brought back the goal from VAR it was you know just uh if the ball wasn't so behind him against uh against Newcastle he might have scored yeah uh he could have had an assist he had the I don't want to call it a hockey assist or a pre-assist because I oh, think that's lame don't don't yeah, yeah don't, that's freaking stupid dude they, they that tweeted ex- that, that they tweeted that exist. what the hockey assist I said fuck this isn't an NHL yeah this does, don't. that doesn't exist so he's not Sidney Crosby please don't <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but he was the one who kind of drove the ball forward. He had the intelligence to look for a crossfield mm-hmm. ball. And I think he was intending to pass it to Alonzo. But I will also say that I think by with hudson Adoy intercepting that pass, it made Yedlin, the right back, hesitate to run to Alonzo, mm-hmm. which gave him the space to shoot and score. So I, I think they go hand in hand. But I w- would like to believe that Pulisic saw Alonzo streaking in on the left. I'm trying to think if there's any other notable performances. Uh, you know who's actually coming into his own, which I'm really happy about, is uh, Mateo Kovacic, who the Looking man more who, lively. the man, uh, 
um who grab wait was it him that grabbed uh Bashwai's nuts uh, no that was Jorginho. that was Jorginho. whatever you guys do behind the <laughs> locker room is what you guys do hey man as long as they're having fun and winning games i don't care <laughs> all right i'm going home let's go <laughs> uh he came <laughs> he came after that too yeah, he came uh he said fuck Jeez. Zidane and signed in the transfer ban mateo kovacic um yeah i mean no he's actually been very good and what's interesting is this midfield is still performing and doing well against multiple teams without, in my opinion, two of our best midfielders in N'Golo Kante and Ruben Loftus-Cheek. I forgot he still plays for you. So I guess my my question is, and we can get onto this in a little more detail later, but when these guys come back, I mean, who drops to the bench? That's going to be Kovacic. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I think he's played really well. So I don't know. I mean, you know, we do have a lot of matches to, you know, to play and to cover. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a tough task for Lampard when, you know, all these players are fit and, you know, waiting That's to a good get problem. starting 11. And I think, you know, I think he's done a good job of it so far in terms of making these players who aren't playing all the time feel valuable, like an mm-hmm. Olivier Giroud, a Batshuayi. Yeah, fuck um, him. You know, I'm, I think actually Pedro is going through some issues, but... Um, I forgot about him. Yeah, other than that, I mean, it's been pretty a pretty happy squad. But now, so with saying that, you know, we've had so many injuries, it's not like he's had too much of a selection headache. But um, I guess my my point is is that you know we've got a good thing going, and I worry for when everybody's fit. Although it will make our lives a whole lot easier. That's and, a great problem to have. No, it's a good problem to have. It's just you know I'm hoping that we don't see any you know rumblings later on when players aren't getting the time that you know they think they deserve that's why you spank their ass and send them out yeah i mean but that's uh we'll cross that bridge when we get to it um all right let's that's all i wanted to say about that match it was a good win a scrappy win it showed that this team has some fight that will actually you know they will force the ball in like if they need to they're very good at creating chances and i'm really excited to see that because i think that that bodes well for us when uh, the game is tight and it's, you know, not exactly, mm-hmm. you know, as free flowing as we'd like. Um, all right, let's move on to Arsenal's 1-0 loss <laughs> against Sheffield United. Hello. How are you feeling ab- after this result? Uh, well, that was embarrassing. Uh, to be honest, though, after the first 10 minutes, I kind of felt that it was going south already. So uh-huh. Why? Why? because the way we just started out like shit and Sheffield looked like a prime Barcelona <laughs> and we look like bottom feeders. I told you Sheffield was going to be a good team They're Oh my God, but they're not world beaters. We should, if you're, if you're going to Sheffield and you're, you're already thinking, Oh shit, we're playing Sheffield. We gotta, you know, we gotta brace ourselves. We're acting like it's a fucking fortress. We should be going there confidence and we're going to get the three points and leave. Yeah, but not would. us. Not us. We always go, oh, maybe we'll draw. Maybe we'll tie. Or maybe we'll, you know, we might lose or scrap. No, you got to go there confident. We are, we have fucking weak man minded players. Weak. I I said you guys would draw. Yeah, you said two, too. And I gave you guys apparently too much credit. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I know. I gave our. What did I say? I said we'd win, right? You'd say you'd win 2 0. Oh, yeah. Well, I got that wrong again. Uh, I'm done doing predictions, by the way. I'm not doing it anymore. Here's uh, I didn't have time to do a compilation, so if you don't mind, I'm just going to really quickly. This is my impression of Garrett. Okay, go ahead. We'll win 2 0.
was me in class just looking like a dumbass. Well, that's how I felt. I was watching it on a Monday in class, and wow, I look fucking stupid. Um, wore my jersey and everything, so that was cool. And, yeah, I, <laughs> I bet people were... Did anybody say anything to you while you were at school? Fuck no. They better not have. <laughs> Fuck everybody. What to, happened? What happened? I'm there to learn. I don't talk to anybody. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, the starting lineup, though, was Burn Leno. Uh, left back was the fat sack of shit, Sad Klasenak. David Luiz, Socrates, overrated Papadopoulos. Uh, Callum, right back Chambers. Granite, <laughs> don't call me slow, Granite Jaka. Mateo, the star, Guendouzi. Boyoko Saka. Joseph, turning shit, Willick. Nicholas Pepe who uh, did pretty well. Uh, actually, yeah, he did do really well. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang didn't really do much. Uh, the bench was Martinez, Tierney, which makes no fucking sense why Kieran Tierney was sitting out for this game. Rob Holding sitting out. Don't make... I don't understand. Danny Ceballos not playing, not starting. Don't understand. Torreira not starting. Don't understand. Uh, Lacazette. Coming off an injury, I understand that. Gabriel Martinelli coming off the bench. Um, to be honest, Pepe was the best uh, of the bunch. Uh, he did miss a sitter, but we'll get more into today's game against Europa League where he came alive. But he did miss a sitter. He missed a sitter, uh, Pepe. And um, I think he realized after the game, like, damn. That sitter was... I mean, it was... It, it was, was shocking. It was right there. And we paid 70 over 70 million for that and i was thinking jesus christ we spent too much for this but today proved me wrong uh but yeah pepe was the best one in the bunch granite chaka <laughs> just sitting there in the mid not doing shit when you saw him when i when i i was at work when i was watching this match on my phone mm-hmm. and i saw the ball getting crossed in i thought oh he's got this like, no he's, okay one nil. No, it was no. still zero zero at this point as soon as i saw that ball go past him and he was on the floor you know what i just i heard a toilet flushing because it just and i saw just 70 million going down, down the drain you're not wrong because <laughs> i thought the same thing i was like fuck me really you missed the sitter and i think i thought after that i was like his confidence is just shot to shit and to think like <laughs> and he was doing well the whole game until they took him out for some weird reason and i Man, that was that had to have just been like a dagger right to his like to his confidence. Like that was a saying. dagger in the game. I mean, and that was in what minute like fifteen, minute twenty. Yeah, that set the tone. It was early on, so <laughs> yeah, that set the tone for everything. <laughs> so from there, you knew it was going downhill. The defense concedes once again because Socrates, as I said, is fucking overrated and just sucks. Um, <laughs> and you have two good defenders on the bench who aren't playing. Make it that of what you will. And no, Mr. Fortnite on the bench again. Uh, not even in the squad. He's I, been exiled. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I get you don't like him, but your like, team is not I, exactly performing like... I don't like him, but at the same time, for him not to even make the squad, I mean, Jesus Christ, he's bad, but not... I mean, I don't think he works hard, but he's not that bad that he can't make the 18. No, I agree. My God. So something behind the scenes is going on. Just I want someone to come out and say it already, saying... Yeah, you know what? We don't see eye to eye. I he's going in January or something. You know, I just it's not right. I guess today we're gonna get into the game. They're chanting, Mez- "We've got Mezidozo, we've got Mezidozo, but he wasn't again. Um, Apparently, no, you don't, because Emery doesn't. <laughs> Mezut's playing Fortnite on PS4 at home, walking his pug and shagging his wife. But I, I don't know what's gonna happen for this guy. I think honestly, in January, just 
you gotta take take the loss, sell him for ten million if that's the case, and take the loss. What did you guys pay for him? Uh, f- I think forty two million. At the time, that's a lot of money. Forty? No, no, that's uh, that's still a lot of money. But I mean, I'd hope that you guys can. No, it's done. I think we're gonna get ten million. That's it. I don't think so. He's, he's what? He, we talked about this before. He's, he's a what, dead thirty one. Yeah, he's a dead footballer. He's he's dead. Uh huh. Uh, he's better. He's better at eat, and he's better at joining an esports team. He's got a better bet at that. Well, the problem is, is I mean, I think we've said mentioned this before, but who is going to want to pay his astronomical wages? Nobody. Exactly. Unless, unless someone in MLS, there was that DC United rumor. I mean, you know what? <laughs> he likes to come to America, but I don't think DC United would be appealing to I him. I don't. I think. I think he's more of an L.A., New York kind of guy. I could see him going somewhere like New York. Uh, New York? You know what? I could see him going somewhere like Atlanta. Somewhere, so it has to be a good team. It can't be a crappy team. Yeah. A big market. I could see it because he likes he likes the, uh, the States. He always vacationing here. But uh, I don't Either know. that or like Orlando. Oh, him, and, Na- him, like, him and Nani? <laughs> yeah, he could feed balls to Nani all day long. And Nani could do his little backflip. It, uh, yeah, and he can play all the Fortnite he wants. But yeah, the game itself though it sucked. Um, I don't even give a shit about the stats because they, we probably didn't have anything. Well, let's run through it just because it's all right, fun. Let's hear. It. In terms of possession, Arsenal had sixty-eight as opposed to Sheffield's thirty-two. Wow. Uh, pass success rate, Arsenal had eighty-seven. Meanwhile, Sheffield had seventy-one. You would think we won five-zero. Yeah, you would think, but apparently not. Because uh, in no. terms of dribbles. Hold on. In terms of dribbles, Arsenal had... <laughs> oh, no. Don't read it. How many do you think Arsenal had? Completed dribbles? Yeah. Five. No. Lower? Higher. Oh, 10. 20. 20. 20. And how many do you think Sheffield had? Uh, is it higher or lower than 20? Just guess. I'm going to say 25. Three. Holy shit. <laughs> We're playing against AYSO kids and we lost. A bunch of co- Dude, I we, we a bunch of cones and goats. Meanwhile, Sheffield United had 28 aerials one as opposed to Arsenal's 15. Uh, Arsenal had 12 corners as opposed to Sheffield's seven, and Sheffield were dispossessed 14 times as opposed to Arsenal's 12. So we really do just have problems. Speaking of which, I mean Sheffield did score off a corner, so I mean. What is it going to take for you guys to be more clinical in these types of mas- matches? Uh, next season. I mean, clinical, but also just defensively astute. Because, I mean, it wasn't... Unfortunately, I would play the Agent Louise theme, but this time it wasn't his fault. It was actually Minimi's fault, uh, Matteo Ginduzzi. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Minimi. It was his Minimi's fault. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, um, I'm telling you, until we get a new manager who thinks that, you know, defensively, the defense is important, then it's not going to change. Uh, and the players we got a defense. Some of them could play, some of them can't. Um, we just need a new manager of different tactics, and that focuses on defense. Let me uh, let me ask you a hypothetical. We suck. If it meant having a good manager mm-hmm. in at the beginning of next season, yeah. Oh, don't ask me. Finish outside top four. Is that you're gonna ask me? No, no, no. Oh. Would you? Sack Emery now and bring Wenger back for the end of the rest. Oh, of the oh my God! Okay, wait. What? Oh so I, it's just till the just till the end of this season. But what manager would we bring in though? For uh, I will let you pick whoever you want. Wow! Even if they're up at the big club right now. 
Even if they're at a big club right now. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. It's hard is, for you guys. It's hard for you, isn't that's it? That's fucking hard because That's you know, a good question. <laughs> oh my god. Would I take all the bullshit for a couple more You know what? I probably wouldn't even watch. We could just cancel the fucking podcast. I'm not watching anymore because I'll just say, you know what, fuck it. I'm not gonna watch. You can invite me back when it's uh May. But like, okay, I guess do you think now that like It's the same. They did the side by side stats, it's the same thing. They have the same amount of losses, same amount of ties, points, everything. Okay, but I mean, you guys seem way more dead with Emery than you ever did with Wenger. I think the only reason we seemed alive with Wenger because everyone was making fun of us, and it seemed like we were doing exciting well, it, stuff. I was gonna say like it was partly it was like the in out in out like shake it all about type of you know arguments and that shit. So I guess yeah, I mean, would it make a difference if Wenger came back? No, or like no. just as a stopgap for the rest of the year. How- how would you think the players would feel? Well, I think he'd find a way to get Pepe involved. Don't say that. I'm dead serious. No, I'd rather have fucking Bruce Arena. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I, I, you might as well. You want well, Bob Bradley? I'll take the MLS coach of the year. <laughs> the MLS coach of the year who got sacked in two months by Swansea. To be fair, that team sucked. Yeah, but okay, but... I okay. You know that's another thing for a different day. I say put Bob Bradley on Everton. See what he can do besides Marco Silva. Yeah, anybody's better than Marco Silva. Ooh. Uh, I would no, I would not take hell no. Um, no, you, know you wouldn't do it. N- no, I, just write it out, write it out, because then you can see truly if he could face um the bullshit. I don't think he can though. That's well, we gotta see. I I think we already saw what he did in Europa League final, so we'll see what he can do the rest of the season. I think at least Wenger would bring Ozil back into the side. He'd find a way to get Pepe and can you imagine the fucking or Lacazette running or Saka running in behind. We're not gonna have planes of banners. We're gonna have fucking kamikazes with banners. They're gonna be flying <laughs> in the stadium. It's not. It, I mean, this is gonna be fucking bad. Yeah, here it comes and fucking. Oh my god, Arsenal fan TV is gonna make over a hundred million dollars if he comes back. Yeah, not good. No, no, no. Not. I wouldn't take it. Nope, I can't. I can't. Right. I really can't. All right, all right. Well, I just I wanted to ask because I felt like it's a tough question. But I, no, I think. I don't, all right, all right. It is what it is. I mean, that's your opinion. Oh my god, that was funny. Um, is there anything else you want to add in terms of this match? Um, shows where we're weak defense for the past five years. Yeah, I mean that is kind of a theme. It's unfortunate, but that's just kind of the way you are. I mean. However, you are still you. It's not like you're you know in United's position. You are fifth in the table, so it's not doom and gloom. It's just that just tells you how shit the rest of the league is. Oh, it's been a very weird season. Yeah. already, and we're only nine matches in. We are mm-hmm. pro- we are about one fourth of the way through the season already. Yeah, it's going by quick. All right, if you have nothing else to add, no, we suck. <laughs> then let's get into the game of the week, baby. Because was that today's? They said we couldn't do it. They said that we were a knockoff version of the Champions League semifinalists. But we went to the Cray Arena. We took on the semifinalists. Lucky. Super Frankie Lampard's little babies. <laughs> Come in and steal a 1 0 win at the Cray Arena, baby. Do you feel it? That match is boring. Do you feel it? This is the making of champions, baby. Match sucks. This is the making of European champions. This season? We are... 
Oh my god. We don't fear anyone. I'm not ordering the pizza. We <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea won Ajax nil away. A crucial match in the Champions League. This match really did make or could have made or broken Chelsea's uh, Champions League campaign this year. Uh, After stumbling... 1-0 to Valencia. Definitely did work, dude. And Ajax's uh, 3-0 wins against both Valencia and Lille, already topping the group, won six points, a perfect record. Ajax, here's a stat for you. Ajax have not been shut out at home since February 2018 in all competitions. Wow. Uh, Um, To do that, a clean sheet, which has become a rarity for this team all season. And to do it, Away to Ajax. Yeah, we know. Good job. <laughs> Can we move on to my game? No, no, we, no we can't. We absolutely cannot. <laughs> we, I've got so much to say on this. Oh, man. I was expecting Donny Van de Beek to do something. I didn't <laughs> Donny see anything Van de Beek can't do shit. I that's sp- why you want him. <laughs> I, ex- I, I, didn't, I, I don't know. Donny, Donny didn't do anything for me. Z- Zayek had opportunities. Promise had opportunities. That goal should have fucking counted. No, no, Bullshit. no, no, no. Throw out VAR. I'm done with no, it. No, no, I'm no, I'm done no, with no. it. I'm tired of the arm and the pinky being offside. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go through the lineups real quick. Kepa Reza Lagan goal. An unchanged back four from the Newcastle match with Aspilicueta, Kurt Zuma, Fikayo Tamori, and Marcus Alonso in the back four. A midfield three of... Uh, Mason Mount, Jorginho, and Kovacic replacing the injured Ross Barkley and a front three, which was unchanged, of Callum Hudson-Odoi and Willian right on either side of Tammy Abraham. Meanwhile, for Ajax, the home team, we had Onana, what's my name, in the goal. We had Tagliafico <laughs> and uh, Daily Blind. Uh, we had uh, we had uh, Serginho Dest, the man who is still in between the United States and Netherlands, if, although, well, let's be he, honest, he's probably not picking the United States. If he makes a video like Griezmann, I'll lose respect for him, no matter who he chooses. He's not. He, I don't think he would do that. But uh, And uh, Veltman makes it. out the rest of the back four. Uh, it was a 4-2-3-1 with Martinez and Edson Alvarez in the middle of the midfield uh, with the front with a three of Promis, uh, Van de Beek, and Ziyech all behind Dusan Tadic playing a hybrid 10 and 9. Ah. <sighs> Um, I'll be honest. You guys look good. You know what? I th- this was a good performance, not in the sense that we dominated possession. We um, we were all over them because it, the stats, and I'll read them out in a minute. Um, especially possession favored Ajax, not by much, but they did actually have more more of the ball than we did over mm-hmm. the ninety. But um, I think that it was very even in the first half. Um, the pitch was actually garbage. I don't know if you actually saw it. How it was it was actually really bad. I'm surprised they, they you left know it what? like that. I, um, I saw somewhere, I forgot where, but uh, um, I guess they had a David Guetta concert on the pitch the night before. So people bouncing Sexy around, bitch. jumping around. like. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it was just, it was not Damn, good. Slop, touches were sloppy. Um, it was... And I think we saw some players struggle because of that, because of... You're playing on the same pitch. Oh, no, I agree. I was, but, I, was I mean, on both, on both sides. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> on both sides, I think we saw players struggle. I will give you credit, though, not for your play, but for your uniform. That was pretty nice. The Halloween-themed, the yeah. The, dude, those are actually pretty nice. I You should get one, I actually. was waiting to see what the collar looked like. The only the thing collar, that bothers me is this right yeah, here, yeah, the inner collar. The collar is what I'm talking about here, because it looks weird. 
but it's not as bad on watching someone wear it as it looked oh, in yeah. the concepts. It looked I mean? look good. All the players. It looked good. Uh, you should get one. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I For Halloween. The Halloween colors. Oh, that's too soon, but... <laughs> Make it happen. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, I... You know, monster performances from Kurt Zuma, Fikayo Tamori, Aspilicueta, Mateo Kovacic. Uh, Tammy Abram had an okay game. Uh, Mason Mount had a really good game, rebounding from an average game against Newcastle. Um, William and Callum Hudson-Odoi actually struggled quite a bit, which was, uh, look, they're going to have bad games. Every player, you can't expect every player to put in a 10 every week. But I can. <laughs> every few days, but... Um, and I think that it's indicative of their performance, of Tadic's performance, of Promise's performance, of ZX's performance, that, you know, this pitch was so bad. Because really, I mean, in a match where you need such precision and be able to have that right first touch, make that right pass, uh, they just weren't getting it done. Um, but I think that those poor performances from Hudson Adoy and Willian made for a great opportunity for a certain Captain America to come in and save the day. <laughs> he looked good when you he came what? on. You know what? He came on and he, he lit good. it up. Yeah, he did. He we were talking really about, I mean, I, I posed this question a little while ago, is uh, is the number 10 his favorite position? But he didn't play that against Ajax. No, I was going to say. He, he was played on the, the left wing. Now, let's, I mean, some context, he went up against Serginio Dest, who, you know, is not the biggest, most physical player no. right back. More of a technical player. Uh But, I mean, he made that left wing position his own. Yeah, he did uh, He did really well um, when he came on. He gave a little handshake to Des. Probably said, I'm going to fucking burn you. <laughs> and uh, he did just that, to be honest. He, you, you he burned what, him all game you know when what? he came on. Um, Pulisic, in his 25 minutes, had the most passes of any player I could tell throughout the match with three. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, but he came up with the match-winning assist for a certain uh, Dortmund teammate, Michi Batshuayi. I know we had a deflate gate, now we have ball sack gate because Jorginho <laughs> tried to... Nip them right in the nuts. Yeah. Put his nuts in a knot. He, he did. He grabbed his nuts, <laughs> twisted them like a bunch of... Uh, Showed off some good ball control. Yeah, a bunch of, gra- <laughs> a bunch of grapes in a knot. and. Uh, um, Yeah, it was... You know what? I will say this. Pulisic had such a good game. He could have had a goal. He could have had a second assist had Batshuayi not yeah, blasted that co- it over yeah, the bar. That, that fucking um, selfish fuck. Because Arish James was open on the right, too, on that yeah, last one. Yeah, Batshuayi had, although he got a goal, he could have had a couple smarter plays in terms of his teamwork, in terms of start. laying off the ball. No, I think he's, you know what, man? No, I, 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 I like that he takes the risks and goes for it because... I mean, we've had strikers in the past who refuse to shoot for some reason. They're waiting for the perfect moment. This guy will try anything to put the ball in the back of the net. If you know that what? means trying to force it, I'm okay with that. You know what league he would excel back in? Because he came from where? He came from Marseille. If he went back to the French league, he would fucking dominate. Probably, yeah. yeah. And I expect him to at some point. I think I'm interested to see what happens beyond this season when we're able to buy players. You know, I could see them. Get, uh, I could see getting him. Who's that? Because uh, he was already at Dortmund, right? Yes. I could see Bayern Munich purchasing him as a backup because I feel like he's okay with the backup role. I think he needs to be a starter somewhere. But I feel like he's okay with the backup role. Maybe. Which he shouldn't I, be, but he is. I could see him going to Monaco, actually. Oh, that's such a dead team in a dead stadium. No, I agree. Fuck, but I think that empty. like players like, uh, I mean, Chelsea and Monaco have a good relationship. Yeah, they do. You know, um, Fabregas is there, Bakayoko's there. 
Um, I think they've got some decent players where he could go and actually do well in that league. I think if they can get their act together, he could be a decent striker for them. But I don't think his story at Chelsea is over either. I think he's still got some things to contribute, especially this season. I don't think he's ever been given like a fair sh- a fair shake. Um, I think that, you know, when Sari came in, he didn't really even give him a friendly. He just like two training sessions and was like, all right, you get out of here. Um, well, now- Conte didn't for some Hard reason ass. trust him. He felt that Conte felt that uh, Batshuayi wasn't uh, smart enough to understand what he needed to do. And he's still a young kid, right? He's not even in his thirties. No, he's like twenty five. Um, he's Damn, got he's, he's got time. He's, he's got, about to be younger than us. Yeah, he's like twenty five, twenty six. But he's got uh, he's still got time to grow and become an impactful striker if he can just. Because I will say this about him, although I do like the fact that he is willing to take those chances that not many strikers would and just go for it. Yeah. I do wish he had a little bit more spatial awareness and would, like you're saying, lay off that ball to Reese James if he's open. Yeah. Uh, a big match against Grimsby, which everybody gave Pulisic shit for not to keep bringing it back. But, <laughs> I mean, he was like, t- I mean, he had so many shots and so many of those shots were blocked. It's like you need to know when to lay it off to an open player and when to take your chance and your opportunity. Exactly. Um, I will say that you know, Matchway could have had a brace. He probably shouldn't have tried to blast it. I would like to see him try and place his shots a little bit more, uh, because it doesn't really matter how you get the ball in the back of the net as long as it's in the back of the net. Right. I think keeping it low is something he needs to work on. But I mean, he's got a rocket for a foot too. Yeah, he does. He he's does got an shot. incredible solid shot that I don't think a lot of strikers have. So hard, I think if he hard shot, and you know, <laughs> I think he's actually like, in my opinion, he is like the most natural finisher of any of the strikers mm-hmm. um for your team yeah i think tammy is the most mobile and has oh, the best orthodox. technical ability um i think that um Giroud is the best target man and i think that um Bachuai is the most natural poacher poacher and national natural finisher and natural model too yeah and prick <laughs> um yeah i and you know what he likes playing with Pulisic. let me here's a here's a stat for you actually um, Pulisic and Batshuayi have connected for goals six times uh, in their playing careers together. Three of them already being this season. I bet he's not American. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, Holy maybe shit. we'd actually compete for some stuff. Damn. Because <laughs> they just have such a good partnership. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this match was, to bring it back to the team as a whole, was an incredible display from a team that i think are going to start getting some more respect than they were given at the beginning of the season um i will admit i was wishy-washy in terms of i felt like we could get top four but then once we lost to united i started thinking you know what maybe we'll get like fifth but the way, the, way, the way it's panning out tottenham look like shit united look like shit you guys don't quite look like shit yet but you're going down a little bit Leicester look good. We, we look like shit. You, City, we're two points behind Manchester City. Liverpool dropped points. Yeah, you know, what's crazy is you know Chelsea could be like four points behind Liverpool if they had not dropped points to Leicester and Sheffield. Yeah, you always look back at those games where man, we what is it's this? It's always tied? the one. It, what yeah. ifs? You know, it's always the what ifs. It's been like that for my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a match that I. I walked away feeling so good and so proud of this team. Um. Says Araspi Laqueta on his 350th appearance looked like a captain who, you know, 
he struggled for the beginning of the season, and now he looks like a guy reformed. Kurt Zuma once again has bounced back. Fikayo Tamori pulling off the Cruyff turn, sending Ziyech back to Monaco or just, Morocco. It just had to happen at the Johan, <laughs> at the Johan Cruyff Arena. Just had to happen. It was perfect. Um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about this match. Um, I think that well, it good was for you. it was solid, <laughs> and there's nowhere to go but up. I can't wait till we play IX again at the Bridge. No, I forget why, but IX fans are not. Yeah, they're allowed. not allowed. I I don't what know if it's racism do? issues. Or no, what no, it is, no, no. The Dutch aren't racist. No, I mean, oh, okay, wait, 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 let me rephrase that. Back in the 1500 and shit, yeah, they were, obviously. I actually have no idea. I can't remember, and I don't want to throw out accusations, but. No, 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 they got in trouble for, I think, flares. Uh, The flares, yeah, 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 the the Dutch are very nice people. Okay, if you say so. Dickhead. (laughs) I mean, I might not be a nice one, but uh, a lot of them are. (laughs) Have you seen Spider-Man Homecoming, or what's that, Abroad, or what's that one called? Oh, Far From Home. Yeah, they're all nice in there. Okay, but that doesn't fucking count. It counts. Go on. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add on this. Chelsea do top their Champions League group because for some reason uh, the Champions League tables in the group stage go by head-to-head and not by goal difference. So Chelsea and Ajax are level on six points. However, Chelsea are in first, Ajax are in second. Valencia now have four points after a 1-1 draw with Lille, and Lille are now on their first point of the Champions League campaign and sit in fourth. And they will not be moving on. Um, yeah, probably not. Poor Timmy Weah, but you know what? Who knows? Maybe they'll face you guys in Europa. Maybe Valencia will have a breakdown. Maybe we'll have a breakdown. (laughs) Um, all right, let's move on to the final match that we need to review. Our, uh, Do we need to? All right. <laughs> Unfortunately, we need to. Are you, I'm not going to play your theme this time. Okay, I'll leave it alone. Don't. Yeah, because we won, for fuck's sake. All right. But no, it's... You, but... Yeah. Arsenal 3, mm-hmm. Vittoria de Guimaraes 2. Yep. Shit, <laughs> shit win. Papering over the cracks again. And that's exactly what it was, man. Uh, we should have exactly lost. What it we should have lost. Uh, first of all, the lineup. Uh, how the hell is Bellerin, Tierney, and Holding all fully fit for this game, but they weren't fit for Monday? I understand the Premier League is a different animal, but God damn it, they're better than what we have, so start them. It doesn't matter. You play your best fucking players. Yeah, but what happens when Tierney gets cracked against Sheffield and then he's out for another two, three weeks? But he's fully fit. He could have got cracked against some See, of these well, guys. That's what, I mean, look, I mean, from our experience with Dr. Doolittle, you know, we brought Emerson back against Liverpool because he said he was ready, and yet, you know, now he's been, that Liverpool match was over a month ago. Well, we got Doctor Strange now, so we're good. So <laughs> I said we should have played him, but uh, Tierney holding Mustafi uh, and then Bellerin. <laughs> and then we have Martinez in goal. One of them he should have stopped. My God. And then we also had uh, Emil Smith row. Yeah, let me go. I'll go through your line. Yeah, right, go through your line. You see it. I have, uh, okay, so we got Martinez in goal. We okay. have uh, Bell- a back four, Bellerin, Mustafi holding, and Tierney. A midfield of uh, Willick and Torreira. With an attacking three of Martinelli, Rowe, and Maitland-Niles all behind the returning Lacazette. Lacazette was absolutely poor. Aitland means AMN needs to fucking get out of the club. What's his first name? Ainsley? Ainsley. Ainsley, shitly. I don't give a shit. He needs to leave. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
Wow, we've tried you. We've tried you at every single position, and you suck at every single position. Yeah, you guys so, played him at wing back, right winger, striker, goalie, uh, coach, uh, doctor, water, perf- water boy, water boy, jockstrap boy, <laughs> towel boy. He can't play any position right. I'm sorry. We tried so hard, uh-huh. and you tried too, Ainsley. But you need to leave now if you want to perform for your own success. I suggest you go to a lower club in England, or you go to uh, what would be good for you? Maybe Germany. Germany, yeah, uh, he could probably he could probably um, thrive at like Schalke or something. Yeah, he'd be great there, just not here. Yeah, not here, not here. You got to go, buddy. Sorry. Uh, and then, yeah, Joe Willick, absolutely dreadful performance. Really? Yeah, shit. He was one of the reasons. Uh, wait, no, it wasn't him. It was AMN. Uh, but Willick had a shit performance. Stale. Uh, Pepe came on, looked obviously fucking good. He got two free kicks. He's alive now. He's alive and kicking. So I expect a lot more from the season. Uh, the over/under for him was eight this season in total. I said, uh, yes. So he's at three now of that penalty he scored. So okay, um, two free. Okay, but when is he gonna get a goal from open play? Um, I don't know, but he's at three, <laughs> so that's all that counts for me right now. Right. So over/under eight. So he's still got five more goals. Could have had eight. one on Monday. Could have had uh, four, but uh, yeah, he <laughs> fucked that up. Um, but yeah, we got bailed out again. It's papering over the cracks once again. Um, is that encouraging for you, though? I mean, it doesn't no. matter. No, it doesn't matter who it is. The fact that you know we came from behind. Two million pound attacker literally put the game on his shoulders and basically saved the match for you with yes. two free kicks in the dying that's minutes. why we paid for it i would i would be encouraged by that for him especially because he Hell single-handedly yeah. turned that match around yeah yeah it doesn't matter who it was it could have been fucking you and me that <laughs> that's what we paid for he um, came on changed the game yeah i think that that's i think that's a good sign and i wouldn't be i mean who do you, uh who do you guys play this weekend oh god uh um, i'll tell you right now I'm, I'm sure it's someone that's shit but we're gonna make them look good um, you guys play Crystal Palace. Like I said, yeah. <laughs> Wilfred Zaha is going to do whoever the fuck's on the wing, probably Kolasinac or... Oh, you guys are going to have to deal with uh, the man, the myth, the machine, Gary Cahill. If we can't get past him, <laughs> just fold the season. I think it's at Emirates. It is. Oh. It is at the Emirates. Oh, thank God. Um, Yeah, I mean, we'll get into your the previews in just what's a the few name minutes, of, uh, What's the name of Crystal Palace's? Is it Selhurst? No. Uh, Selhurst Park. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but I, I, I would not feel encouraged by this performance. I would feel no. encouraged by Nicola Pepe coming in and really taking the match by the scruff yeah, of the neck. I'm encouraged by him, but not the team. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what you need to at least be, you know, happy with and proud of. Oh yeah, I'm happy for him. You know, um, Guendouzi too, the great. Well, that's basically who Emery brought in at halftime. Am I Pepe? Uh, Pepe and Ginduzi? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, okay, for all of Emery's faults, he found, I mean, it doesn't matter who it is, he found a way with his substitutions to change, change the match. Uh-huh. Uh, the same way, I mean, realistically, Lampard did against Ajax. The substitutes combined to score the goals. Uh, the substitute scored a brace. You know. See, why can't Emery make that? I... I saw Emery outside today, the first one. Um, you know, and that's that not kid. surprising, though, because he probably, I mean, I'm not surprised those signs haven't been there earlier. That though. little kid was holding it, and it was spray painted I, blue. I saw one that said, uh, em- or Unai, stop freezing out Ozil. That's, 
all the Ozil fanboys, especially that go to the games, they're gonna start. Yeah, but I mean, even if I'm not a Ozil fanboy, be like, look, he this needs team to be in the eighteen. Look fantastic. This team does not look good attacking wise. So why not put him in the eleven? Even if you don't like him, maybe he'll come up with something. Something's weird. Something is not right. They just they just don't get along. I mean, no, as simple as that. We yeah. saw it with you know Mourinho and Juan Mata, who was two time Chelsea Player of the Year up until that point. You know, Kevin De Bruyne. It's just sometimes players and managers don't mesh, and not by any means do I, am I comparing, you know, a washed-up, finished Mesodozil to, you know, a Kevin De Bruyne who, you know, had yet to hit his prime. Right. But um, I think that Ozil could add something to your team that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think Ceballos is going to be that deep-lying playmaker that, everyone expects him to and even then he's gone in the summer yeah he's leaving anyway so, so fuck him <laughs> so i guess i mean there's more of an incentive to play ozil at this point than danny ceballos i i would yeah and try and raise his value a little bit if you are so intent on selling him yeah from 10 million to 12 million you, <laughs> to from 10 million to 10 and a half million i mean at this point <laughs> just ship him off it's over just fucking be done with it yeah it's uh it's kind of an interesting saga with that one, which we will keep an eye on. Hopefully, it's over by January. It's annoying. It's really annoying. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's tough to get anyone to buy uh, any player in uh, January, but you know, the deals happen. Yeah, in Turkey especially. You know, I think big deals ha- big deals happen in January. Pierre Obama happened in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fernando Torres happened in January. David Luiz for Chelsea happened in January. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're there's. If you want to pay it, and now that, you know, I mean, this doesn't really apply to you, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but, you know, players that... Let me guess, what, Van Persie, Fabregas, Alexis? No, I'm saying that um, now you're not cap-tied in the Champions League anymore. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if one Champions League club wants to buy another, a player from another Champions League club, they can do that and not have to wait until January because... They need to improve in the competition or whatever, you know, and exactly. subsequently the league. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving away from other reviews, unless you've got anything else to add. Nope. Not looking forward to the rest of the season. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to Chelsea's match at the Turf Moor away to Burnley, which does scare the hell out of me. I'll be honest. Not because Burnley are a good team. But because Burnley are a team that will do, ball. they are the team that will literally like kick through a wall if they need to. Yeah, and you know they have that fuckhead Ashley Barnes who pisses. Who, in my opinion, he's is the dickhead. worst Premier League player <laughs> of all time. He's a fucker. He's such an asshole. I mean, he <laughs> he really ever is. since he almost broke the leg of Nemanja Matic, I fucking hated him, and then he did it again with another player who I can't stand. I can't remember, but um. Yeah, I just, you know, I will say this, though. Sean Dyche knows how to get the best out of his side. He knows how to win. Yeah, I mean, he I wouldn't say win. Well, but I mean, knows he knows how, how to, to get a result. Get a yeah, result. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, Burnley are the classic, you know, um, you know, for lack of a better term, Brexit football. If, you know, sort of. Uh, well, if he knows, if, if anyone deserves a fucking statue outside the stadium, it's him. Yeah, I Burnley are just one of those teams of they're the new home of Danny Drinkwater, who, I mean, is having his own personal troubles. But uh, Danny Drink he gets oh. like, gets beaten up outside of a nightclub. <laughs> he went downhill. <laughs> 
From did. Premier League champion he to did. Chelsea reject <laughs> to getting his ass whooped outside the nightclub he, uh, in um, London. Yeah. Or where the fuck he's at. He's uh, he's having a rough time. But uh, this match is... Look, I think this is kind of a... We're six wins on the bounce. We are riding high on confidence. Burnley at the Turf Moor, in my opinion, is tough. Is one of the most nervy, tough matches of the season that I least look forward to. I would say there. I would say I would actually say uh, Selhurst Park is another one. I'm, I'm dead serious. No, well, your yeah, matches oh, at the Emirates and Sheffield too. <laughs> um, and I would say uh, you know at Wolves lately, the past couple years have been tough. Yeah. I would say. Um, you know, I mean, just the, definitely Burnley away is one of those matches I don't look forward to seeing this team play. It's those little shit clubs that you go away and you're like, fuck, if it's on the week, if it's in the weekday, too, that's when it really sucks. Well, we're just I mean, Chelsea's not a big side, meaning they're not a tall side. So they're not a big club. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I mean, we've got some tall players in Zuma, Tamori, Alonzo, um, Tammy. But other than that, we're a really small team. And against these, you know, behemoths of Burnley, um, it's uh, it's quite a tough challenge, especially on set pieces. So we're going to have to be incredibly disciplined in order to make that make this win happen. But I think that we are hitting a good stride or we're on a good stride, but it's going to come down to these guys just making sure that they're not complacent and they're not resting on the fact that... Uh, they are, you know, six wins on the bounce. They just beat a really big European powerhouse or, you know, up-and-coming team, I guess you could call them. Um, we need to get as many points as we can before we go and play City at the Etihad. And, you know, we're nine points out of 18 um, of the way through this run. So this is going to be an interesting match for for the Blues. Um, in terms Wait, of... Wait, hold, hold on. Sorry, sorry. Why the fuck is Walker Zimmerman not starting? I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, my God. All um, right. Sorry. Go on. Yeah, we're uh, the lineups are coming out for the uh, El Trafico. What the? The f- El Trafico with the, the traffic. Um, <laughs> if you live in L.A. or in <laughs> California in general, you know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so I'm... Uh, anyways, going back to Chelsea Burnley, I am going to anticipate that... Uh, well, here's a question I actually have for you. What's up? Um... Do we see Christian Pulisic get a start in this match? He's been knocking on the door. No. I think he's earned it. He's earned it, but he's not going to get it. But you know what? I don't know if the Burnley is the right side to throw him to the fire. Oh, dude, he's going to get his ass whooped. He might get, like, I mean, they will, like we said, Ashley Barnes will two-foot him to back to freaking Hershey. Yeah. Hershey, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I, I, and I, I, I don't want necessarily these... Guys like uh, William, like Hudson Adoy, like Mount, who all had a below average game either against Newcastle or Ajax to feel like one performance was all it took to get them out. But at the same time, I think that's what breeds competition in the side and breeds this, well, I better be on my game 100% of the time or else someone's going to take my spot immediately like that. And I think Pulisic has done enough to earn himself a start. I think he's done enough to earn himself um, uh, su- sufficient minutes. Yeah. Um, I so I'm interested to see. 
I'm interested to see what happens and what Lampard goes with as a starting uh, as a starting eleven. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know who is going to come back in terms of fitness. Mm-hmm. I think he, Lampard said Conte isn't ready. I think Ross Barkley might be ready for the weekend. I think Rudiger may be ready for the weekend, but I'm. Um, You're better off just going with what you have. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. In terms of a lineup, I'll say this. Um, Kepa Rizablaga in goal. I'm going to say that actually we're going to flip our fullbacks. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say that Reese James will play in the right. I think we'll keep our center backs with Zuma and Tamori mm-hmm. because they now have two clean sheets on the bounce, which is another thing. Um, I think that this continued partnership, finally, of center backs, because that, for some reason, while we've had no rotation up front, uh, we've had nothing but rotation in the back. If, if not for an injury to uh, Rudiger and Christensen, uh, we wouldn't see Tamori and Zuma consistently playing center back together. So I think in a match against Burnley, these two big guys will um, come up again. So I'll say they make up the back four, Reese James, uh, Zuma, Tamori, and Emerson. A midfield three of Mount, Kovacic, and Jorginho. And I think we'll see Tammy, Callum Hudson-Odoi, and Pulisic as a front three. Okay. Pulisic on the Be left, nice. Callum Hudson-Odoi on the right, Tammy in the middle. Um, I can see that. I would be interested to see how that goes. Uh, Burnley will play their standard park the bus 4-4-2. And get a 1-0 uh, win. <laughs> yeah, like bullshit. But I think that Chelsea have the firepower and enough to make it happen. And they definitely have the chan- the creative chances to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I think only City have created more chances than Chelsea this season in the Premier League. Makes sense. Which is a good indicator of how... Of how much, although not perfect yet, this team is progressing and being a good attacking side. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, because I think, especially last season, the complaint was uh, with Sarri. You know, it was a lot of possession of the ball, but there was no end product. There were no chances really being created. It was just kind of side to side, back and forth, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that with Lampard, he's working on getting these guys to actually try to at least get close enough to put the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of a score prediction, I'm going to say Burnley 1, Chelsea 2. All right. I'll keep my mouth shut on these. No, no, no. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, Burnley 1. Oh, God. <laughs> you have to. Burnley 1, Chelsea 1. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, And you know what? I would, as much as I want 18 points out of this run, I would take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's difficult. Yeah, you just have to grind out results away. Um, all right, so let's do Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Let's preview that bad boy. All right, what I want mm-hmm. is in goal, Leno, left back, Tierney, center back, Holding, center back, Louise, right back, Bellerin, midfield of Guendouzi, Ceballos, Torreira, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Pepe. There you go. Okay. That's what I want. Cool. What I'll get. Is <laughs> Kalasinak, okay. Socrates, Louise, Chambers. Um, oh, you know what? What I wanted to swap out Louise with Chambers, but it won't happen. But it'll be Chambers at right back, what Emery will put probably. And then Chaka, Wendouzi, Willock, 
Sokka, Aubameyang, and Pepe. Okay. That's that's what will happen. Okay. And we will. And you'll concede to uh, Benteke, to Zaha, and we'll oh to Gary God. Cahill off a corner. We'll win. Um, I'm, no, I'm not doing a prediction. I'm not fucking doing it. Because every time does, I do it, we lose. I'm not fucking doing is it. Is Johan Kabai still there? <laughs> oh, God damn. He's a score banger. A little shit. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not doing predictions. You have to. You have to do All right, 2-1. 2-1 two one, two one us. 2-1 one Arsenal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Paper only in the cracks let's again. Let's go over your last few meetings with Crystal Palace. Please don't. Um, in April of this year, you lost at home to Crystal Palace 2-3. to three. Uh, that was last season, right? In turn, yeah, yep, yeah. In 2018, October, actually, a, a year ago from uh, tomorrow, the 25th, uh-huh. you drew away to Crystal Palace 2 2. It's, it's a bogey team. Uh huh. Um, let's see. In January of 2018, you beat them 4 1. In December of 2017, you beat them away 3 2. Oh my, I don't remember this result at all. Uh, October of 2017, two years ago, they beat you 3 0. They whooped their ass. I remember that one. I don't remember that one at yeah. all. Really? Was it, at, was it at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, they kicked their ass. No, it was at Selhurst Park. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, they kicked their ass. Oh, my God. I don't remember that one at all. Why are you surprised? <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't be, but at no, the same time, yeah. I am. Um, if you said any team beat us 3 0, I believe you. So you said, what did you say, 2 1? 2 1. Okay. I think you guys will win 2-0. Okay. 2-0. All right, we'll see. I think that you guys will um I think you guys will recognize that uh this Europa League match was too close of a call and I think you'll defensively wake up. You'll bring Louise back. You'll bring in your big guns and Aubameyang will get a a penalty and I don't know, let's say Let's say like Torreira gets a deflected shot. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, but I'm gonna say two 0 Torreira can shoot for shit. I know, else. so that's why it's a deflection. <laughs> um, okay, is there anything else you want to add to this preview? Um, uh, no. I think we're gonna get the win. Hopefully, three points get back on track, but it won't be pretty. I pray for your sake that your insanity, I should say that. Uh, it's here and he gets a start. Otherwise, you're going to freaking blow your brains out. I'm going to write if he doesn't start. <laughs> him and holding. If they don't start. <laughs> okay. If they don't start. If, you say if so. they don't start, then give me no podcast. So you better pray that there's a... <laughs> they better pray that they start. That's all I got to say. I'm not fucking around. Oh, shit. All right. Um. Well, that about does it for us in this episode. Is there anything you'd like to add outside of the... Outside of uh, Chelsea and Arsenal? Two minutes. Go on Tab Ramos real quick. Okay. Uh, let's. See. We, there is a report that is coming out now that Tab Ramos, the U23 uh, U.S. Men's mm-hmm. National Team coach, is becoming the head coach of the Houston Dynamo. Mm-hmm. This is my theory on it. And once you sent me that report, this was my, without even hesitating for a second, mm-hmm. this was my immediately thought. My immediate thought. The United States Soccer Federation is already looking for, is already moving forward with a succession plan for Greg Berhalter. This is my immediate thought. The problem with that is they need to make it look like a general manager, a head coach, is coming from MLS. Exactly, because they, they want to make MLS look like it's the shit. They need him. They 
they need people who don't know who Tab Ramos is to learn who Tab Ramos is. Exactly. So they're going to put him in a in a place where they can they can make it arguable that because Houston Dynamo is not exactly a world beater, it's they're, a shitty no, they're market. not exactly a league beater, the big, but they will cover them like crazy. The biggest person in will, the Dynamo organization is James Harden. <laughs> yeah, I He's mean they, they will they will, you know, they will set the narrative as whatever it takes to make it sound like Tab Ramos did a good job. And I think Tab Ramos is fine. Yeah. I'm not I'm not hating on the guy at all. I just think that like they're going to set it up so it's like, well, you know what? Tab Ramos had a good season in MLS. Tab Ramos, you know, improved this team. He made them, you know, with whatever resources, blah, blah, blah. He knows how to work with what he's got. Yeah. And I think, you know, he will, I'm hoping he will appeal to any sort of uh, Latin market as well. I think that this, he will. I, you know, so um, that is sort of my theory on it. I think that he is going to be, this is going to be a stopgap for him becoming the next national United States men's national team coach. Um, that, yeah, that's my, that's my thought on it. I think, I think that's sort of what the whole end game in this is. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to find out. Um, yeah, I mean, because it just makes sense that look, I mean, there are reports coming out that Yedlin's already like, not having it with this men's national team camp. There's not good vibes there right now. Um, I think that this is going to be a crazy sort of year in terms of what the players are going to think with Burhalter as their head coach, with the Federation, the fans, the American Outlaws. I'd have never seen anyone turn faster than they have on uh, Burhalter. Oh, it's great. Um, they still need to do what I said, though. Yeah, no, you're right. They st- they do. Um yeah, so I think that we'll see Tab Ramos in this head coach position sooner rather than later. Unless they go completely three uh, 180 and do like fucking, um, I don't know, they hire... Tim some, Howard? Or, oh my God, I could see that actually. That's scary. But yeah, I can see something stupid like that. Um, yeah, that's that's my that's my view on it. Um, reports coming out that Zlatan Ibrahimovic may go to Napoli. Which is weird. Go there and eat spaghetti, you fucker. <laughs> uh, on the other side of LA, as we see them both on our television, uh, Carlos Vela may end up back at Barcelona. Uh, wait, he was never at Barcelona to begin with. But he oh, went... who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Marquez. I'm no, sorry. that's okay. Um, yeah, uh, in... that'd be a big blow for us. That sucks. That would be an interesting fit. Interesting fit, but I I think that's a rumor mill. But a good option off the bench. Yeah, I think that's a rumor mill. I don't think that's it. there's legitimacy in that. Damn. Who would come um, in? I don't know. Giroud, Ozil, Fabregas? Giroud, Ozil, and uh, Fabregas, all three. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, especially if they don't win this match. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Knock um, on wood. So, yeah, I... Um, Let's see, anything else we want to talk about? Um, uh, I, I got FIFA 20. I broke. Uh, It's fine. It's okay? Yeah, it's fine. I still haven't bought it. I'm not it's, buying. I'm not buying any cool. video games. I'm done right now. To be honest. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. It's just like, uh, you know, I was bored and just want to buy and it. And I just I started playing Ultimate Team. Ultimate Team's fun, but mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, I haven't really gotten a chance to dig into it. I'm so busy. I just you know, mm-hmm. Scratch I'm the doing surface. that. I'm doing that rather than you know going out and drinking, which you know, 
It's helping a little bit, I guess. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Before we give out our information and get out of here, I got to hear one last prediction. Oh, no. For LAFC versus the LA Galaxy. All right. Want me to start? Yes, please. I'm going 3-2 LAFC. And I swear to God, Brian, you're wearing a fucking jersey. and you got to go for what jersey you're wearing right now. <laughs> He's wearing an LAFC jersey, by the way. So let me hear your prediction. Don't be an asshole. Here's what I think is going to happen. Oh, fuck. He's going to say something stupid. I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. Oh, no. And Vela is going to miss the penalty. No! And get the Gal- and Ibrahimovic is going to score the penalty to send the Galaxy through. And you're wearing a fucking... Oh, my God. Look, yeah. I just call it as I see it, man. End the fucking podcast. I'm I done. I call it as I see it. End I the podcast. End it. End it. I'm I done. I will tell you the truth no matter how hard it is to accept. I'm not ordering Domino's. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not ordering pizza. Fuck it. I'm not getting garlic. All right, fine, 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 fine. No, I was going to order garlic bites, too. Fuck it. I'm not ordering garlic bites. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Fine. I will say 7-0 to the LAFC. That's better. End the podcast. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Once again, you can uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. You can find us on... Uh, you can find us on Anchor. Thank you so much, Anchor, for hosting our podcast and not kicking us off after that fuckhead gave his little... Uh, porn speech last week what sandwich uh, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on twitter at brian james underscore that is b-r-y-o-n james underscore garrett where can they find you on twitter uh, at up underscore arsenal and for LAFC if you're interested at we are LAFC live don't forget you can tweet us the LA Londoners podcast at LA Londoners pod on twitter and you can also email us at LA Londoners at gmail.com please don't forget to rate subscribe share tell a friend tell anyone we don't really care who you tell just tell them and we're thanks so thankful for you for coming back and listening to us. We'll be back next week with reviews of our matches over the weekend as well as any midweek matches we're going to have. But until then, we'll talk to you all next time.